it's Thursday the 12th of January and this is the third episode of the Snowboardcast, SBC003. Yeah. 
loaded, socket coated, rock devoted. The first track tonight from the Podsafe Music Network was from an Asian party boy threesome, as they call themselves. The actual name of the band is Point 22, and the title of the track was Fuck No Techno. Hey, we were up in the mountains from the 16th of December till the 2nd of January for the Christmas holidays. Still no snowfall since the beginning of December, and what snow fell at the beginning of December is getting pretty thin on the ground. So it's basically staying on the piece from now on in and uh, practicing a few tricks, trying to ride switch as much as possible, a few 180s, backsides, frontsides. Last year I started for the first time trying to ride switch, which is basically I am naturally left foot forward, so it would be going down the piece right foot forward, uh, tending to start with uh, a 180, probably a backside 180 after a frontside turn. I was having a real psychological barrier with trying to initiate the turn with the wrong foot. My weight was all in the wrong position. I'd become automatically geared towards riding left foot forward. And actually pointing the board down the fall line with the wrong foot was like going back to beginning again. It was really the same feeling as you get when you first start snowboarding. The other problem I was having was with the setup of the bindings. My bindings are set up on the board, set back um, by approximately 10 centimetres. So the nose of the board is much longer than the tail of the board. And when I was trying to ride with the, my back foot forward, the tail of the board pointing downhill, there didn't seem to be enough board to be able to initiate a turn. This in my mind was preventing me from being able to have the confidence to point downhill and carve through the turn. So what was happening basically was I was going into a frontside turn, I'd do a backside 180, I'd land it, but then I wouldn't have the confidence to go straight into a frontside turn with my right foot facing downhill. So I'd turn uphill and come to a stop. Well, given the lack of powder, I had plenty and plenty of time to practice. And lo and behold, after a while, I overcame the fact that the tail of the board appeared too short, was able to have the confidence to point downhill, shift the weight onto the other edge, and lo and behold, everything worked as if like clockwork. So the next step was to string them together. So what I was trying to do now was a frontside turn regular, 180 backside, and then a frontside turn in fakey, and then a backside turn in fakey, and then a frontside 180 to become regular again and continue like that. The backside turn fakey was still very skidded. The frontside turn a bit better, but um, everything was stringing together quite well by now. Given that I'd now overcome the problem of snowboarding switch, my next challenge was to do the entire piece switch and to try to get the transitions on the backside turns much smoother and much less skidded. I was practicing all the time and hey, I can do it, I can do it. A whole piece didn't switch. 180s, regular to fakey, fakey to regular, front side, back side. Going down the piece I can go from edge to edge, 
in Fakey. It's fantastic. It's as though I, I thought it would never happen. I was getting to the stage where I was almost going to buy a twin-tip snowboard to overcome the fact that there was a different distance on the tail compared to the nose. But that idea is in the past. Now I'm happy with my winter stick and I'm sticking with it. Speaking of which, the damage I did to it on the 10th of December when I hit the rocks, which I got a temporary repair for, uh, it's already, bec already become loose and started to fall out of the base. Trouble was, I was in the mountains till the 2nd of January, so the repair was going to have to wait until the week beginning, the 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th. I get it repaired on the 5th, pick it up again on the 6th, ready for the weekend on the 7th. Well, the snow on the ground situation didn't improve. No natural snow all the way up until New Year's Eve. The weather remained bitterly cold, so the snow cannons were going 24-7 still and making plenty of artificial snow. Then on New Year's Eve, it started snowing again. New Year's Eve night, 31st of December, uh, again on the night of the 1st of January. So the 2nd of January, we woke up to snow on the ground. About six inches in total over the two nights. Hey, six inches isn't an awful lot of snow, but when you've had very little so far and you've been skiing on very hard-packed, wind-blown, frozen pistes, six inches makes all the difference. And it did. It made a huge difference. It just transformed everything for two or three days into perfect conditions. You had this real hard base underneath and this very soft surface of six inches to snowboard through. It was fantastic. Not only that, but one of the pieces which hadn't even been opened yet had had all this fresh snow on it, hardly anybody had been down it. So I headed off through the trees, straight down there, and it was fantastic. That brought us pretty much to the end of our Christmas holidays. 2nd of January, I had to come back down to Turin. 3rd of January, I was back at work. And uh, looking forward to the following weekend. Now it's time for some more music from the Podsafe Music Network, which is at music.podshow.com. This track is from a band called The Faint on Saddle Creek Records, and the track is entitled Typing 1974-2048. to
I took my board into the repair shop on the 4th of January, picked it up again on the 5th. No, I took it in on the 3rd of January, picked it up on the 5th, on the Thursday. They used some special resin and had to stay in a clamp for a couple of days, hence uh, why I had to leave it there for two days. Anyway, I took it to a little back street shop. It's the old storeroom, old workshop of uh, a surf shop called La Glisse in Turin, which also has a shop in San Sicario, which is where I bought the board from in the first place. At first sight, it looked as though the job was excellent. Uh, I had a chat to the guy who did it. He explained to me the fact that uh, the edges are wearing down a hell of a lot and you have to take off both sides to get an edge back. He put the wax on the bottom, some kind of hot, smelly wax. Um, goodness knows uh, what it was designed for. I picked it up at lunchtime, so I didn't have much time to go into detail with him, but he did explain to me the work he did on the edges and how he avoided having to take too much off the base by taking off the side of the edge as well. All in all, he sounded like someone who knew what he was doing. It looked like uh, he did a pretty good job. And at 25 euro, which is about, um, what's that nowadays, 30 dollars, it was a damn good deal. The temporary fix was 26 euro, which is over 30 dollars therefore, and this should be a permanent fix. Friday the 6th of January in Italy is a bank holiday, but we were working because um, our office was open, so I couldn't go up to the mountain until the Friday evening. Couldn't wait to try the board out on the Saturday morning. Out first thing Saturday, up the four-man chair, head down the link piece down to the other four-man chair, and boy, oh boy, am I in difficulty. I hit a hard patch, I hit some ice, I tried to turn front side, I uh, started to skid, tried to turn back side, the ball kicked me up in the air, I fell on my butt, and boy, was that painful. That was uh, falling on a bruise, which I did a week earlier. I couldn't understand what was going on. I couldn't control the snowboard anymore. Okay, the conditions were hard. It was very hard packed, but I'd never known, considering the edges had only just been done, it was as though the edges had been blunted, not sharpened. Plus the fact that I just had a very heavy fall on my backside, which was already bruised from a week previously. I was taking things really careful from that point onwards. So I was really overcautious and I couldn't drive the board at all. I was getting really worried. The, the fact was I, I got a board which had been reconditioned, had just been serviced and was to all intents and purposes making me look like a complete beginner. The problem I was having was that the tail kept trying to break away. I didn't seem to be able to get an edge. I, I kept slipping. The edge seemed to be slipping. I didn't seem to be able to carve anything. In every turn I was trying to see what was happening, trying to see where the pressure was, trying to see where the board was slipping away from me. And then I started to realise, or it became a uh, suspicion, that the front binding had been mounted further forward. So when the servicing was done, the uh, bindings were taken off, and when they were put back on, it looked as though the front binding had been, had been pushed f further forward, as a consequence of which all of my weight was much further forward than I was used to and as a, as a consequence of that the pressure I was getting on the back end of the board was much less. So I started to adjust my weight, tried to put more pressure on my back foot and slightly less pressure on my front foot and tried to concentrate on carving more with my back foot. And to a certain extent this seemed to solve the problem. This was basically what the problem was. I, was, I had to just shift my weight, weight back, tried to get my weight more evenly across both feet 
to try to carve the turns better. And doing that, it was a good exercise because basically now I've got a better stance. I'm actually spreading the pressure across a more length of the edge. As a consequence, I'm getting more edge contact on the snow and in theory should be able to carve a better turn. It's about time I gave you a check on what equipment I'm using. Now I've got a winter stick all mountain 162. I'm about 190 in height, about 75 kilos. The board is quite rigid, it's no, no way is it freestyle, it's much more free ride, much more powder, um, it's quite wide at the waist but it carves well, it's responsive but it takes some driving. The bindings I've got mounted on it are fairly cheap ride bindings, I think they're the LX, they're the bottom of the range. All this equipment was bought about three years ago and I'm doing about 40 to 50 days a year so it's getting towards the end of its life, especially the bindings, the ride bindings, have, uh, the straps have come off, um, they're, a bit, um, they're a bit delicate to be honest. And the boots, the, the boots I've got now are Burton driver boots, the ordinary ones, not the step-ins, again from three years ago when I basically bought all of this equipment to renew from my old equipment. I came from skiing and uh, started snowboarding seven years ago. As a consequence, when I first started, I started snowboarding in my ski boots and um, on a Burton Alp, the, uh, very much a free carve board, and um, snowboarding is very much not suited to ski boots. I quickly upgraded the ski boots to a pair of Reichel uh, hard snowboard boots which I found much much better on the Burton Alp and then when the Burton Alp wore out I switched to a Nidecca Proto which was a hundred times better than the Alp or maybe I'd become a little bit better and as a consequence I appreciated the different board. So I was on the Alp for about two and a half years the Nidecker Proto with the hard boots and hard bindings for a further two and a half years um, at which point I decided it was time to get into uh, a 90 degree stance, uh, soft boots, soft board, uh, soft bindings and uh, go with uh, the fashion, fashion trend at the time which I suppose was uh, two years ago now and I was hoping this equipment would last to the end of this year which would take it up to the two and a half, three year mark which seems to be about the standard. On Sunday the 9th of January, no Sunday the 8th of January we woke up to snow. It was snowing very lightly, about uh, an inch and a half, two inches, three inches maybe fell during the morning. Uh, it was very overcast, very miserable and very cloudy, which reminds me I definitely, definitely need some new goggles. The only exception to this gloom was at about 2,400, 2,500 meters, which is approximately, what, 8,000 feet on a drag lift called Freiteve, which takes you to the highest point of the resort, up to the top of the mountain, which separates San Sicario from Sestrier. And there you were above the clouds from about um, 11 o'clock onwards. The clouds had already started to clear. From halfway up the drag lift you went up, up above the clouds and from the top there was a fantastic view across the top of the clouds to all of the peaks of the surrounding mountains. 
It was one of those views that makes everything worthwhile. It stopped snowing at lunchtime, the clouds cleared and it was a lovely hazy afternoon with the sun breaking through, a very mystical uh, cloud haze hanging over the mountain peak. Unfortunately, by which time it was too late and was time to go home, I was heading back to Turin. To sign off this show, I'd like to play a personal favourite of mine by Joe Strummer. This is called Tony Adams. It's on the Podsafe Music Network. It's on Epitaph Records. And you can find it at music.podshow.com.
Somebody's down 